Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Welcome to Future Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Juliette Lamar, and I have with us today Matthew Howard. He is the Director of Business Development at ShoeSize.me. Welcome, Matthew. Thank you very, uh, very much for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. So I, I'm interested, what is ShoeSize.me? Essentially, well, we've been around for uh, since 2012, um, and we are the only footwear-specific solution uh, on the market for helping retailers and brands to kind of take control of the the chaos uh, that is footwear sizing or apparel and footwear sizing with footwear specific but um yeah it's a, it's a chaotic problem it's an industry-wide issue um and this is essentially the our goal is to to cure this uh, to cure this problem yeah it's so funny i had no idea that this was this was such a large problem um can you go into detail a little bit about you know what the issues are what are the challenges that are that are in this Absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, it stems from the fact that there is no industry standard in sizing. So, you know, every brand um, has their own sizing and, and you know, because of the lack of an industry standard and the lack of data available to to said brands and retailers, everyone's kind of working off guesswork. Um, And so it's very difficult to determine what is, you know, a, a UK or a US 8 or a 9 because you have nothing to benchmark against. So if you're launching a brand or you're, even if you're an established brand, it's very difficult to know where you sit in terms of sizing. Um, and this goes down even to a model level. So it's not just brand to brand that there's irregularities, but even within uh, brands, you will have irregularities in sizing. So depending on the type of model it is, you know, a 43 in EU will not necessarily always be a 43. Um, and this is a huge pain for brands and retailers. Um, it's online, especially because it's a huge barrier to conversion. Um, if you imagine that, you know, with, when you're trying to buy a car or you're trying to buy a book, um, essentially once you've driven the traffic to your, to your e-commerce and that person has an, an interest in buying, there's no barrier to conversion there. Whereas with footwear, you're having to convert people twice. So you've, you've got them to your product page and then you have this extra step, um, which is the size selection. Um, historically, the only size help that's been available, as I'm sure you know, is the kind of standard universal charts where you have this kind of comparison of EU, UK, US, um, and this is all that's really existed for, for consumers. Um, it doesn't work. In fact, it turns people off. So we did a recent study um, that suggested that over 90% of people drop out of the sales funnel on an e-commerce site once they open that size chart, purely because it's so confusing and people mm-hmm. uh, you know, sort of lose interest at that point. So this is, you know, along, well, the conversion is one side of it and returns is the other. Um, footwear has the highest return rate in e-commerce, in e-commerce um, and this is a, a huge, again, a huge pain for footwear brands and retailers. You know, now that you mentioned it, I'm thinking to myself how I how I shop online, and you know, I think, okay, I'm a standard size six in shoes, and I'm a smaller, extra small in, in clothing, and but then when I do get to, if it's a company I don't know, when I get to the checkout, and I'm thinking, okay, what size is it? I'll go back and I'll read the comments, and that's really what I rely upon heavily, and I never really realized that, but I'll go in the comments and I'll say, oh, I'm, you know, I'm a size six and this fits really big or whatever. And then I kind of 
take that information from other customers and then I apply it to what I think my size will be. But a lot of times I will send back products for for, for um yeah, for footwear or for for clothes simply because they don't fit properly and uh yeah, I would much rather still go into a, a brick and mortar shop to try on things because I know that then I will like it. <laughs> Exactly. And, you know, myself, I own, you know, across different brands, I maybe have four different sizes. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, it's a huge issue. And the, the, what you just described is exactly what happens. You know, you, got, you open this size select and you're not sure what size you are. So what do you do? I mean, either you buy two or three pairs in different sizes and mm -hmm. you have to return both at, at great cost to the retailer or you go offline where you can be sure that it's, it fits well. So either way, you know, as, uh, for an e-commerce business, you're losing there. So. How so? How exactly are you gonna you're gonna solve this problem? <laughs> how does this work? <laughs> uh, it's an excellent question. So, um, we originally started off to give you a bit of context. We originally started off as a 3D scanning technology. Uh, our CEO has a long history of working in the the footwear industry, making sort of orthotics um, for professional athletes, and so we had become very aware of this issue that you know there's this huge barrier in e-commerce. Um, so we, we start off with a 3D scanning technology, very quickly realized that although it's fantastic for giving accurate measurements of feet, um, there's very little correlation between your size in sort of centimeters and the shoe you wear. So footwear is a very subjective experience and most people wear the wrong size shoe. Um, mm. And so what we decided to do was to move away from this model and work on a data-driven solution. So really the only way to understand what size to recommend somebody is by understanding what they wear already. This is the only accurate way to do it. So essentially it's taking size out of the equation and it's more about fit. Um, and so what we've done is we've built the biggest database in the footwear industry. Uh, we have over 4,000 brands uh, covered at the moment um, and over 1 million footwear uh, shoe models. And essentially we understand on a profound level the relationship in terms of size and fit between all these different models. So if you were to use the um, shoe size me tool on one of our customer sites, you would tell us a shoe that you own at home and the size in which you wear that shoe. And we can tell you the size and the shoe that you're trying to buy. But on that's a very fantastic. simplistic level, that's, um, that's how we work. And you're just hoping also that your customers um, know how a shoe is supposed to fit. Because I think a lot of times people maybe don't, you know, you're saying people wearing the wrong size shoes, you know, maybe they don't even understand how the shoe is supposed to fit because there's so many different factors. Exactly. Right. Um, so, I mean, what we do is we take the, the kind of the mean, I guess. So we know how 90% mm -hmm. of people wear this particular shoe and how that associates with this particular model. So, I don't know, from an Adidas Samba to a Nike Air Max, we know how most people who wear an 8 in the Adidas Samba will relate to a, that, Air Game, a, 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 that Air Max. And so we can make the recommendation based off this. So it's using user, user data. Do you have any success stories that you'd like to share with companies that have implemented your software and are seeing uh, an improvement in their customer satisfaction? Absolutely. So, I mean, the benefits of, of working with us are, are kind of wide ranging. The, the core benefits we look at um, are an increase in the conversion rate. So people who in, interact with the, the size advisor are much more likely to convert. Uh, we see uh, a big reduction in returns, specifically size related returns. Uh, people spend more money. So when they have the confidence that their, you know, their, um, their size is accurate, they buy more expensive shoes and more pairs of shoes. We also have a really um, important uh, impact on customer acquisition and retention. Um, so as an example of this, 80% uh, of people who return their first purchase with a brand or a retailer won't buy with them again. 
So this is a really, mm -hmm. you know, that first purchase with a, a new customer is really important that you get it right. And if you don't have sort of accurate and consistent size help, this is not bound to happen, but it, you know, your chances are vastly increased. Um, so we've uh, we've done conducted some case studies with some of our our partners recently. Um, we did a, a three month AB test with Gertz, one of our German retailers. They showed we'd added over five hundred thousand euros um, in additional net revenue and a yearly save. Or uh, sorry, over that period, a hundred and fifty thousand uh, euro return just purely through return reductions. Um, wow. So this is uh, sort of I guess the, the main KPI that we look at in terms of how we provide value to our partners is in terms of the, the incremental revenue uplift that we add to their business. That's fantastic. So if, if a shoe company wants to implement this service into, into their, their website or whatnot, you know, how, is it, how easy is it for them to get started? What's needed? It's very straightforward. Um, so it's a, it's a three-step process. Um, first of all, we just simply need their footwear data. Um, so this comes in the form of a product feed, which is just a list of their portfolio, the shoes that they sell online. Um, after this, we take historical purchase and return data. Uh, this helps us to train the algorithm and also you know, understand how their shoes behave uh, on a size level. Uh, we don't take any you know, personal information. It's nothing to do with the customer. It's purely being able to match a purchase to a return. And the final step is um, a bit of JavaScript on the product pages. So the vast majority of the work actually is done on our end in terms of mapping and structuring their data against the rest of the database. And after this, it's a, yeah, a simple bit of coding for the developers, and, and we're good to go. And then as a consumer, do I need to go onto Shoe Size Me prior to shopping, or is it going to be just available when I go to the website of the shoes I want to buy? Exactly. So, you know, we work on a B2B purely. Um, so if you were, you, the only way you could interact as a user is by one of our, our well, by shopping on one of our partner sites. Got it. Well, that seems very straightforward and simple and something that I would utilize all the time. And you're just specifically shoes. Are you planning to expand into apparel as well? Uh, no, no, we're not. So <laughs> we're the only, um, the only footwear-specific solution on the market. Um, there are some sort of, in inverted commas, universal solutions available. The reason we're purely footwear uh, sort of focused is that, you know, I think apparel and footwear are inherently different. They have a different set of challenges and therefore require a different solution. Um, so, yeah, there's enough on our hands with just footwear, to be honest. <laughs> Absolutely. So are there any other interesting things that you're working on currently within Shoe Size Me um, to advance and overcome some challenges that might, we might see in the next three years or so? So, I mean, the long-term goal of Shoe Size Me is to essentially become the industry standard in footwear sizing. So to, to be able to digitalize footwear sizing um, so that everybody, essentially every pair of shoes you own or you go to buy will have a shoe size me stamp in it saying, you know, this is a certified shoe size me size eight and a half. This is the long term ambition because it's simply, you know, the, the way the industry is now, it's uh, retailers and brands are powerless. Um, you know, unless you're a Zalando or an Amazon or somebody like this who has access to that level of market data, you simply can't know how um, or you have no benchmark for your sizing. So this is our kind of long-term ambition. In the short term, we want to work with brands and retailers to help them cure the most immediate problems they have, which is providing sort of compelling, easy to understand, intuitive size advice on their on their uh, on their web shops. Um, in terms of more, I guess, short-term uh, kind of advances in the technology, the algorithm is always improving. There's always new releases of this coming, and we're working on a very exciting new project, which uh, but um, is essentially a data platform for footwear brands and retailers to be able to benchmark their own uh, sizing against other 
brands and retailers from from the market so they can understand where they sit in terms of the the global market and use this data to feedback to their manufacturing and their production teams so they can sort of essentially cure their own sizing issues internally and as we do this as it spreads across the, um, the market then this helps us to achieve our long-term goal of, uh, of sort of ironing out sizing and standardizing it across the industry. That would be fantastic and, and I love the idea of a, of a shoe size me stamp of approval so that even if I'm just shopping in a retail store or online, either way, I can just look and really quickly be like, okay, I know I'm at six in shoe size me and I just don't even have to think about that. That would be fantastic and, and just so useful to the consumer. <laughs> exactly. This is the, uh, this is the long-term goal. So, yeah. How did you get involved with shoe size me? Give me a little bit of your background and, and where you're coming from. Absolutely. So, uh, as I've probably given away from my accent, I'm, I'm English. <laughs> um, I studied in Manchester, uh, which is a lovely place, but it's very wet. Um, and so I moved to, to Barcelona as soon as I could. Um, I'd always fallen in love with this city. And I, I worked, I've worked in sort of IT technology sales for the last sort of eight, nine years. Uh, Barcelona is fast becoming kind of one of the big hubs for startups and technology in general uh, in Europe. And so it was a very attractive combination of, you know, good work opportunities, but also a fantastic place to live. Um, and it helped me to escape from the rain, which is always a good thing. Um, <laughs> and so here I am. Um, I've worked, I sort of worked in corporate sales for, for quite a while and kind of had enough of the, I guess, the grind um, and had always kind of been interested in startups, always been quite entrepreneurial. And really that, I, that sort of, um, that side of startups really appealed to me, the ability to kind of really have a, a pronounced impact on what you're doing and see the results of your, of your work. Um, and the agility involved with it. So um, about three or four years ago, I made the, the switch to, to startups and, uh, and found Streetside Me. So it's been a, a fantastic project to be involved in so far. And um, yeah, we're, I'm very excited about where we're going in the future. I love also the, the camaraderie that comes with startups because when you're working on a project as a startup, a lot of times you have a small team and, and it's not, you know, this is your job only and this is your job and let's go do our jobs. It feels like more everyone is working together using every part of their brain and their assets to create a product. And it's, it's a lot more of a we atmosphere instead of a me atmosphere. And I think that that's so appealing in startups. Absolutely. I completely agree. When it's done right, it's fantastic. And I think it's, it really gets the, the best out of people. And like you say, it really, it's an environment where people can flourish um, and find out things they weren't, they didn't even know they were good at, I think. Whereas I think in, in more I just traditional roles, maybe, you know, you're quite pigeonholed. Um, this is your role. You do this repetitively, and you don't have much room for growth, other than maybe you know a couple of promotions. Whereas, yeah, I think certainly startups are with the right leadership. I think it's very important. Um, but yeah, it's a very a great environment to work in, and I think you learn a lot about yourself. And absolutely, it, you rely on the strength of the team. Without the everybody pitching in and everybody wearing you know a few different hats, it's very difficult to to achieve you know the long term ambitions. And like you said, it's you're you're much more creative as well because. You, you are wearing different hats that you may never have worn before, even thought to wear. And then you find these talents that within yourself, you never knew existed. Fantastic. Exactly. It, it really right, is. Yeah. So it's, it's a very rewarding environment. So if people want to start implementing uh, ShoeSize.me into their websites and whatnot, how do they get started? What's the best way to connect? Email me <laughs> um, <laughs> or our sales team. So you can... You can you can uh, book a demo online at shoesize.me, um, 
and it, yeah, we'll be in touch within a couple of hours, and uh, we, we can set you up with everything you need. Fantastic, and it's shoesize.me or it's shoesizeme.com. Either works. Uh, no, not doc, well, it's just dot me. Yeah. Just dot me. Okay, so shoesize.me. Exactly. Fantastic. And uh, yeah, well, get in touch. Matthew, thank we'll you so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you for coming on, and thanks. My for, absolute pleasure. For very much shining a light on the uh, shoe industry. I had no idea it was such a problem, but now that I think about it, I'm like, yes, yes, please provide the solution for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I think um, that, in a nutshell, is kind of the problem with with what we're trying to do. Is that for a long time people have kind of just accepted this as the status quo. You know, returns are a part of e-commerce business. There's nothing we can do about it. And so it's sort of an element of education in that. Um, and this was one of the biggest challenges we faced, really, is is overcoming this kind of idea that you can't do anything about them, um, that this is just the nature of, of the beast. Yeah, this is, uh, this is kind of where we are today. Well, cheers to finding a solution and really condensing and solving this problem once and for all. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Matthew. Well, this is Matthew Horowitz. He's the Director of Business Development at ShoeSize.me. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. This has been Juliet Lamar with Future Tech Podcast. You've been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.